0: Hello, family. It's Zesperilius of God Killers Anonymous coming at you with episode 3. I realized during episode 2 that we had some technical glitches and the sound quality was subpar and utter shit. So, for this episode, we will continue the story where we left off. So rather than bore you with another long uh, video without any substance, I invite you once again to close your eyes, quiet your mind, and let my words paint a picture as they did before. As always, if you would like to support the show, you can PayPal me at ZachBaradeffbaugh Z A C H B A E R hyphen D E F F E B A U G H. You can follow me on TikTok at X Spider Six, on Snapchat at Caramel Supreme Nine, Caramel Supreme Nine, no spaces, on Instagram at Spider Dragon 95. You can join the newly formed God Killers Anonymous facebook group where we talk about the show and how we can improve it and we're building a community over there and there's even rituals based on the stories so if you want to learn some actual magic from the entities that you hear from feel free to join the group And I will channel the actual entities for you. Because, unlike normal storytellers, these entities are very real. This episode is titled, The Promise. We return to our young mage, having taken the dragon's pact. He is sent through a portal... The rattling of chains is heard in the distance, a feminine voice filled with a ravenous, power hungry, lustful laughter mocks her prey and taunts them. Men of ash-colored skin and vaguely humanoid complexion toil beneath their mistress, her ebon smoky skin giving way to pointed ears, glistening jewels pepper her body. As he approaches, she leaps back to reveal a tall statuesque body. A shorter woman, however, comes up from behind her, dressed in tightly woven white spider silk with a crown resembling a spider. The shorter woman spoke. I am the goddess Eliverin, the Valkyries, queen amongst the gods here. Approach and make your speech swift. The Dragon King nothin sent me to learn of your spellcraft. Did he now? You smell human. Your ambition burns. Brightly. But we don't teach humans our way. Blood has been pure for millennia. Our ancestral devotion forbids it. The tall one steps forth. Valsheris, <laughs> allow me to play with him. I could use a slave like him. Silence, Kalishar. We shall settle this by combat. What are you called? Zasporellus. Or Zaspie. Who shall take the challenge and support him? Kalashar interrupts and speaks. I will. I want to see how he fights. I want to see what he can do. He may be in a human vessel, but I sense power within him. But until he proves himself, he'll he'll be nothing left but a human cur. Very well says the Valkyries. You may sponsor him. And by ancestral tradition, we shall meet upon the cliff. The battle royale shall commence via spellcraft. The strongest shall survive. The loser shall be thrown into the pit and be killed. I must warn you, Zaspi, Trial by combat is very dangerous for your kind for your magical gifts are not nurtured in your world I can do it I can beat him If it's a life or death battle of course I can beat him Oh is that what you think Poor poor human Our race has been training like this for centuries. We have millions of years of experience in this field. If you go up against one of our seasoned veterans, you will probably die. Do you still accept the challenge? Yeah. Then go forth. I too am eager to see how well you fight. He approaches the cliff after miles of hiking, avoiding pitfalls, encountering bandits, creatures beyond this world, maneuvering across pitfalls, waterfalls, the bones of the dead crunched beneath his feet. As he climbs the rope, which is really a vine, to the top of the cliff. Eliverin approaches the podium. Noble Drelith, we gather here today for a battle royale as par ancestral tradition. We shall pull from our various blood-borne gifts to achieve victory. In this ritual, may the ancestors be summoned to watch us and guide our hands as we strike down our foes. She then pulls a big knife out of her pocket and draws blood into a small golden bowl says some tongues in a language that he perceives to be their tongue. And eyes peer out from the sky as they take their position in various corners of the cliff. He notices there's no handrail. But what... (laughs) Then he's like, no, of course there wouldn't be a handrail. It's a cliff. He digs his heels into the ground to get a firm grip. A large, booming voice comes down from the sky. Noble Draylith. We hear you. We hear your call fight with honor. The winner shall be awarded a seat among us, a seat among the gods. Begin. As soon as the command is heard, the atmosphere changes and charges with electrical energy. as many around them, around each other, pull out a single knife and proceed to cut their palms. Laying their hands upon the ground, saying ancient prayers in their language. Suddenly, one charges with inhuman speed he knocks another participant into a nearby tree. He then laughs. Ha, is that the best your pitiful lion can do? (laughs) Is that all you have? Don't count on it, he retorts. As quickly as he had gotten hurt, He then smirks and points two fingers to the sky. Just as he does so, blood squirts from the other man's chest. Hmm. How did you do that? I didn't even see you cut me. You're getting slow. Perhaps it is your line that is inferior. If the father can't defeat me, what hope does the son have? so grovel at my feet just like your father did. You don't have a chance. Just then, they both notice the only person in the room that does not resemble a member of their race. Who let a filthy human in here? Valkyrie, you dare let a vile human... Participate in our ancestral combat. Hmm. How can you allow this? This is an experiment. If he survives, he will be allowed to learn. If he fails, his blood was weak from the start and we shouldn't have wasted our time. Don't hold back on him, because I'm pretty sure... If I remember correctly, humans, when they're pushed to the brink of death, display unnatural magical skill. Don't hold back. All right, boys, you heard him. You heard the girl. Kill these antelopers. Just then. fiery symbols appeal, appear in front of them <laughs> perhaps runecraft will get rid of this cockroach just then the fiery symbol disappears and a sharp searing pain enters the stomach ah 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 he screams I told you they were weak. (laughs) His vision is glowing. His vision is going dark, blurry. And in a split second, our protagonist feels an overwhelming sense of fiery strength. He charges at his adversary, knowing that he might get thrown off the cliff. But due to his determination to live, he's able to ignore the taunts of the elvish-looking people. Huh? Wait, he survived that? Oh, no, you don't, human. You're not gonna knock me off. He then pulls out a sword and proceeds to try and cut his head off. Only to be ducked, swiftly, with the force of a gale storm. He calls upon his ancestors.
1: Ancestral Dreyleth,
0: I implore you to destroy this human. Thunder claps. As he is struck with a bolt of magic so intense that it makes his legs jump and spasm, akin to a robot. (laughs) What are you going to do now? Your energy network is useless. Without your energy network, you cannot beat me. Then... I will have to let go of my restraints. (laughs) Don't be naive. You expect me to believe that you were holding back just now. Your race can't even muster a single spell in this world. Without the powers of our gods, your magic is useless. Queen Oliverin, I implore you to Stop this contest immediately and have me slaughter this fool. Nope, I can't. You know the rules. Just then a golden sword appears in our protagonist's hand. Where did you get that? There's no weapons on this field. Really? But you pulled out a weapon from nowhere. I don't want to hear it, hypocrite. That's it, human. Your time ends now. He closes his eyes. He visualizes himself teleporting in front of his adversary. As the energy shifts, he feels himself moving and appears with blade at the enemy's throat, cutting him swiftly, but not deeply. Oh, you piece of shit, he says. You're not going to win this. No vile human filth like you will ever be allowed to learn our craft. Why Lady Kalishar wishes to play with you, I do not understand. But you will not defile her. Filth. Hurry up and kill him! Kalishar screams. Do you want to be a wasted investment? Fight, damn you! Just then, he sees a tree branch that has fallen off a nearby tree from a previous combat. He picks it up. Focuses his energy into the tree branch. And proceeds to go for the enemy's legs. (laughs) I see what you're doing. You're going low. Not going to surprise me. He then lunges at the target's genitalia and with a swift slash, smacks the enemy's genitalia with the tree branch.
1: Ooh! you
0: damn dirty son of a bitch. He closes his eyes again. Just then, another feminine voice can be heard from the other side of the battlefield. Are you having trouble, Barquis? <laughs> Perhaps you have become slow. Shut it, Vizera. I would never breed with a man such as you, Barquis, if you can't even destroy a human. <laughs> How many humans have you killed? You haven't even seen one. You're younger than me. Well, as a female, I am superior, to you little. He then proceeds to insult him in her language. Oh, that's it. When I get done killing this guy, you're next. Try it, bitch.
1: Why won't he go down?
0: Remember what Lady Liberin said? You threatened his life. What do humans do on the brink of death, you idiot? He's using every ounce of strength to keep himself from dying in front of us. Well, what am I going to do? Our hero thought. Usually, when I look at magic in a, in my room, I at least have a book in front of me. But I can't do that here. I'll have to improvise. If it's me or him, I'm going to make sure it's me. I'm going to win this. I'm not going to die like this. This... The arrogance of this race of people. I cannot go down in a place like this. He then focuses. Every ounce of his remaining power. Into. A language he cannot understand. Wish God. Keliman, Durak ilite perros, Raskorti fatilaket and sukea rotis, Beatoka lekoa reach, Yamatuli da ya, or congestion in Victor Choa. Just then the environment snaps. The target is picked up, levitated and thrown into a nearby forest. Crackling leaves and breaking branches can be heard in the distance. Ah! Ah! Birds fly out from the trees. Oh, what the fuck was that? Astounded, And with jaw still on the floor, our hero picks up where he left off. It's like, what kind of magic was that? Uh, Perhaps he isn't a spineless weakling like most of his race. Lady Oliverin hovers over in her hover chair.
1: Ooh,
0: looks like you took a nasty tumble, Barquis.
1: My queen, I... Ugh.
0: Is that a fucking tree branch sticking out of your genitalia? Wait, what?
1: Ooh. The
0: female voice can be heard. Ah! Uh. His genitals have been severed. <laughs> Look who emasculated who.
1: <laughs> Wait. What?
0: Hold on. He spins around to make sure his genitalia is still intact. He did sever it. Oh no. This is the ultimate disgrace. I will not allow you to live. Uh, Fear gripping our, our hero. He then wonders if he will be the next person to be sliced. And then he remembers how he did the first thing. He closes his eyes again. Picturing with all of his strength, all of his will, all of his power, that he would not be the one to die today, and the enemy would be destroyed. so <laughs> Meal care, damzu leg is ripped off. You dirty human, I will end you, you disgusting filth. The Queen laughs. Goodness, such anger, Barquis. <sighs> what say you, Bizarra? Oh, yeah. I was gonna breed with him if you won. But, um. No, not without genitalia.
1: What? You had promised me, when I had beat this idiot, you would breed. No,
0: I lied. You're not worth it without your balls.
1: Oh, you dirty, trifling bitch.
0: Oh, what are you going to do? Push me off the cliff? I've killed everyone else. What makes you think that I won't kill you?
1: (sighs) My queen, Lady of how would you like me to settle this? Well, there's two of you left, isn't there? Besides Bizarra.
0: Are you really going to attack the very woman that you decided to fuck? Mm. How is she going to fuck you if she's dead, huh? Hmm, good point. So do you concede? I guess. Well, there is no conceding in our culture, so... You're, you're a disgrace... As your queen, I command you to jump off the cliff. What? You have violated the ancestral rules. And as such, you shall jump off a cliff. And as Vizara has also violated the rules, she shall join you in the pit. What? I said one is left standing. No!
1: No! 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 Filth! I will end you!
0: He then charges with blinding speed. A violent whip is cracked, and a chain wraps around Barquess's leg.
1: Uh, uh. Release me, Lady Kalashar. Release me. I beg of you.
0: You have shown your weakness. Since Vizarra will be joining you, I might as well just tie both of you up.
1: But this is unfair. The ancestors will punish you.
0: I am already a goddess. I have earned my throne, and I have survived my combat trial. You still have to. But, now, you can either submit before me, or you'll have to face Elivrin herself in combat.
1: Ugh, no. You are weak, then. I just ca- I can't jump off a cliff in front of him.
0: Do it, boy. Weak. Week weak, week weak, 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 pussy, pussy chicken, pussy chicken. Kalashar begins to laugh. <laughs> oh, man. If one dirty human is allowed to make you embarrassed, one of the strongest warriors of our culture, there must be something more. Kalashar looks at her investment kick his ass. Do it. You can do it. You've already proven your strength cutting off his genitalia.
1: (laughs) Finish him.
0: Finish him now. Prove to me you are more than such a weak human.
1: He points his left hand
0: at Barquis. His black blood stains the ground. But you can't.
1: He then says one final word. A bolt of lightning shoots out of his hand, and strikes Barquis in the neck. He tumbles off the cliff. Oh.
0: <clears throat> Stumbling onto the remains of the victims below. Well, it appears you have done it. Calisher jumps from her seat. Her tall statuesque body inches from his face. Hmm You don't seem like slave material to me Velcheris Yes, Kalashar Can I keep him? Whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa lady Whoa lady I'm nobody's slave. I'm not dealing with that. No. I have something better in mind for you. He then turns to the Velsher's. Well, have I proved myself? Yes, young Zasperelius. You have. You have won the day. And from Kalashar's tone of voice, something else. Oh, but it is by our tradition that our kind does not mix with yours. But given the circumstances, I would say you've earned it. Go now, depart, tell Zaspirnothan that you have impressed me, and as such you are now free to learn our spellcraft without ancestral punishment. I'm pretty sure my ancestors were watching the whole thing.
1: Oxymora, what are you doing?
0: Just watching the
1: Dreylift combat. Uh, okay, okay. Tell me, tell me who won. Some humanoid looking thing. Oh, that's not good. Summon the Red Wave. I shall deal with it.
0: I will alert the tribal chiefs now.
1: A horn is heard in the distance.
0: Oh, that can't be good. The Red Wave was summoned. Quickly now, Zesperlius. Kalashar will protect you. However, since you have won the challenge, they cannot legally enter the barrier until the combat period has ended.
1: The Valsharis casts her runes to protect the newly formed champion.
0: Hurry now, my little BDSM pet. Kalashar screeches. You've earned something a lot more than simply my patronage. (sighs) Fade to black. End of story. Well, as you can see, that was a pretty entertaining story. I think I did pretty well. But what do you guys think? I'd love to hear your thoughts. It's about uh, 35 minutes into this, significantly shorter than the other one, but let me know what you thought. Again, this is episode three. The previous attempts at episode three were mediocre. This should keep a lot of yours attention. Alright, this is Esparilius from the God Killers Anonymous podcast, signing off.